Welcome to Charity Faith Love Podcast. My name is Charity, and I am the lovely voice that you will hear on each episode. I just wanted to give you a warning. My husband tries to keep the kids out while I'm recording, but if you hear some kids destroying my house in the background, just ignore that. So let's get into this next episode. Oh, good old chapter four. This chapter is one that I'm really passionate about because it's going to go over a lot of valuable information about intimacy, unplanned pregnancy, sexually transmitted diseases, and much more. The whole gist of this chapter is about God's intentions for intimacy and sex. It's going to get real and personal really quick. We're going to talk about a lot of things in my past, which is kind of uncomfortable for me, but I find it necessary because if you can relate to the author, then it's easier to understand the content. This chapter will probably be one of the biggest discussions that none of you want to have. It's of course really uncomfortable, like I said, because sex is an intimate thing. Not a lot of people are willing to sit there and talk about sex or intimacy with anyone because that means they have to be completely open about their life, about their feelings, and about what they think. I'm not trying to have this conversation with you to make you feel uncomfortable, but this is an extremely important topic that I feel like has been thrown around and it's getting worse as the years go on. Like I mentioned in the book, the things I am discussing are all factual biblical information, not the world. So that means I'm talking about male and female relationships. Society is teaching us the opposite of what the Bible says. The world is teaching us that it's normal. The world is teaching us that it's a normal thing and everyone should do it. Everyone acts like it's a car that you need to try out before you actually purchase it. But buying a car and sex are completely different things. You can buy a car and if you don't like it, sell it and move on. You might get in debt, but you can fix that eventually. You can't lose your virginity and think that you can just buy it back. Once you choose to have sex with someone and lose your virginity, that is gone and you can no longer get that back and you can no longer get the feeling of being completely pure as a virgin. Now, don't get me wrong. We talk about in the chapter how you can become pure again through Christ, but you cannot do it on your own. This isn't going to be an easy topic for us to go over and it's not going to be fun. Maybe for some of you, but I really hope what you take, but I really hope that you take what is written in this chapter to heart and really think about it and evaluate your own life and the circumstances. You're going to hear me talk about my unplanned pregnancy when I was 15 years old and how I had to grow up really fast. Being a child while raising one is not for the faint of heart. I discussed the fun stuff of sexually transmitted diseases, but not just them in general. I'm sure we've all had that entertaining sex ed class in school. I mean, I am a nurse and I could educate you all day about the different types of STDs and be dramatic saying it's incurable. Now that can be reality, but I won't bore you with that right now. We're going to go over a superficial level of pornography in this section because I mean, selling your body for sex was obviously not God's plan, but we will go deeper in that in the next chapter under addictions. But the whole reason for this chapter is because I want you to know and learn what God's actual intentions are for intimacy. God created sex. He's the one who chose that there should be a way that you can have babies. He chose to make this as something for married couples to experience together to grow their love on a deeper level. You're going to hear me say that over and over and over in this book. Sex was intended for married couples, males and female. It is intended for two people who are married in Christ to come together and have an intimate relationship with each other so they can build their love even more. He did not create sex so that you could do that for fun, unmarried, money, or drugs, or do that to make you feel better about yourself. He specifically states in the Bible that it was intended for married couples. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 7 that sexual desires are real and everything has them. 
Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 7 that sexual desires are real and everyone has them. So that is why Paul suggests that people should get married and stay married so that they don't fall into sin of having sex with multiple different people. He says that if you're going to have these desires, we need to be married to someone who we love and feel that we can have this relationship with them. And then we can fulfill our sexual desires together. Sex is meant to be a beautiful thing and to grow in your love with each other. It is not meant for a boyfriend or a stranger on a Friday night when you're going to regret it when you wake up the next morning. I would also like to add that I'm a nurse, even though I already mentioned that, but most of my whole nursing career, I've worked in obstetrics and gynecology, which means pregnant people, lots of STDs. I've had to educate a lot of people to help them hopefully conceive a baby on their own. I've had to tell moms that they're having a miscarriage. So I've unfortunately ruined people's day by telling them that they have chlamydia again for the third time. So this topic doesn't really bother me. This is actually something I'm used to talking about with people all the time. I realize this probably makes you uncomfortable, especially depending on who's in the room listening with you. But I think we can all establish an understanding that sex is created by God. And just like through creation, it's good. Everyone knows about it. Everyone talks about it. How do you think you were here today? What do you think that your parents most likely did to get you here? Sorry if that created a bad visual for your brain. But like I've said a hundred times by now, sex is a good thing between two married couples. And that is something that God uses to create life into this world. What is so beautiful is not only that the act of sex is a symbol of love and growth in a marriage, but it creates babies and humans, a life for those that married couples create, bringing a baby up in this world by their love. This takes us to the discussion of unplanned pregnancy. Sex makes babies. If you don't want babies, then having sex is like rolling a dice and hoping for the best outcome. Obviously, I'm aware of birth control, but I don't want to go that deep right now. I strictly want to stay superficial for the fact that the act of sex creates life for a reason. There are so many times in the Bible that God says, be fruitful and multiply, because that is how his people can spread and fill the earth. Babies are hard work. That's why God intended for there to be a mother and a father to take care and nurture children. When doing the act of potentially creating life, you're opening the door of becoming a mother when you're not ready for it. I mean, no one is specifically ready, but being married and living in the same home with your husband makes it much easier. But for those that might have already become pregnant, sure, it's not a great timing, but you got this. You're going to help this baby grow up in the best environment you can because they need to learn ultimately because they need to become followers of Jesus too. We're supposed to make disciples of everyone we're around, especially our children. Another important topic we're going to briefly go over is the fact that sex should never feel forced. No matter if you're consent consenting or not, you should never be in a situation where you feel like you're stuck and you have to have sex with someone. There is a such thing as rape and there is a such thing as consensual sex that felt as though you were being used. Please seek medical attention and someone you trust if you are ever in a situation like that. I talk about a time that I felt forced into sex and I didn't think there was a way out and I never want anyone to go through that. It's not fun and it causes years of trauma to be worked through. I don't want to leave you on a sad note. Just know that this is a special chapter and please promise that you will take all things we discuss to heart. And remember, you are worth more than just sex. You are a person who is beautiful and valuable no matter what your body looks like. Congratulations for making it all the way to the end of this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe and rate my podcast. You can also go to my website, www.charityfaithlove.com to read my latest blog post and find where you can order my book titled, Lord Help Me.